Hello everyone, welcome to Arise, recording today our sixth episode, God is good, God is great, Arise, a podcast from Awake Jonah Ministries, with you here today, Rachel. We are going to talk about salvation. And our title for today will be Salvation by Grace or According to Men's Standards. Hmm, a big one, right? (laughs) So I will be sharing my thoughts and the verses that has inspired this episode and also. I pray that God will give me the clarity of words to share this very will give me the clarity of words to share this very clearly with you um, for his praise, right? <laughs> Amen. And as mentioned earlier, um, the subject is salvation by grace or according to men's standard. But first, let's talk about the grace, the grace part. In John 3.16, the common verse that most of us learn when we become um, Christian, and that goes, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. How great, how wonderful. The love of God, the greatest love of all. I can't even imagine who, as a parent or whoever that might be, like to give your own child for the salvation of strangers, per se, or for adopted children, which we are, right? And I also recall, also from John, um, this part, John 8, verse 111. Um, Jesus was challenged through all his ministries on the earth um, before his crucifixion. He was challenged and people were trying to trap him. Last week we talked about um, the tax preceptor and this week we are also going to talk about one occasion that they were trying to frame him per se. We are talking now about the woman that was caught in adultery. John 8 verse 111, while Jesus was teaching and in Mount Olives, and people, um, they bring this woman that was caught doing adultery, and they said to Jesus, teacher, um, this woman was caught in the act of adultery. The law of Moses says to stone her. What do you say? And by asking so, they were trying to have him, I don't know, incriminate himself so they can use his own words against him. But Jesus being God, being the Son of God, being Jesus, as I love to say, Jesus being Jesus, he already knew. And then he stooped down and with his finger, he started writing in the dust. And they kept demanding an answer and he stood up again and said all right but let the one who has never sinned 
threw the first stone. Then he stooped down again and he kept riding in the dust. After a while, um, the accusers, they heard this and then they fade away like one by one. And then Jesus stood up and everybody was gone except him that was left there with the adult, with the woman. And he asked her, where are your accusers? Did it even one of them condemn you? The woman said, no, Lord. And then Jesus replied, neither do I. Go and sin no more. This speaks, this passage speaks a lot of volume to the kindness of God, to his purpose, to why he was sent to the world. Um, before we got saved by grace, we have the law. And people would die because they disobeyed a certain part of the law. And it's not because the people that would kill or that would stone someone that was caught have not seen. They would act inappropriate. Like they would try to um, pretend they were perfect. They were um, living according to the law because they were never caught doing something wrong. And this is exactly what Jesus pro proved there. And he said, whoever never seen, your sin may not be as huge, may not be an, adult, an act of, of adultery, but you might have lie about your brother. You might have done something else that equally is a sin compared to what the woman has done and this has got me thinking about um um the verse that says in roman um 3 23 for everyone has sinned and we fall short of the glory of god right N there is no other way to put it and yet today some of us, because of our position in, in the church, or because of our position in society, or because of condition of life, because of this, because of that, we think we, are, we have a better right to approach God. We think we have a better right to be called Christian. We think we, have say, we are saved. And salvation is a personal matter. Philippians 2, um, 12, 13 um, gives us um, a glimpse about that. And while we may conduct a life perfect in the presence of God, and he said, like, continue that life even after, even behind me, because salvation is a personal matter. And today, it's really sad that a lot of people got misled by this idea of what it is to be Christian. No one has a perfect answer to that. Of course, we have the guidelines of, of Jesus Christ. We have the guidelines of the Bible. We have the guidelines of our fathers, of our um, um of our um, fathers in faith, sure. But we have our own right to go to our Heavenly Father to ask for grace, to ask to be saved, to ask for salvation. And this word this week is for someone that by mean standard might think they don't deserve the grace. 
but Jesus is reminding you that God has sent his only and beloved son to the world because he so loved you, he so loved me, he so loved all of us that he gave his one and only son so we can be saved. As we believe we will not perish, we will have eternal life. Amen and amen. May God bless you above and beyond and have a wonderful week. Here with you, Rachel, for a wise. <laughs> Bye-bye.